0: The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of
1: action. It's time for the John DePetro Show. Here on News Talk, WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 9 and 95.1 FM.
2: He's a special kind of sentinel.
1: Mr. DePetro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePetro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DePetro. All right, here we go on this Monday. Good morning, one and all. Here I am at his one. as the crowd files in on Facebook Live. Today is Monday, January 6th. All day. It is the John DiPietro Show as we kick things off, folks. We have a great program in store. You're welcome to be part of it. And it's so simple. All you have to do, first time call is welcome, is dial 401-766-1380. 401-766-1380. You can also join us on Facebook Live. Good morning, Lawrence. Lawrence likes the new website, dipetro.com. I'm glad to hear it. Folks, visit it. Check it out. And also a new addition at the website, uh, the mastermind. I can't tell you enough good things about our friend Jeff Gamach, who is uh, such an important part of the program. And we now have all our podcasts linked right to Anchor, which is the uh, platform that Jeff chose, and it's terrific. So if you ever miss an hour of the program, you just go to Depetro.com now. You can also listen live there. Highly encouraged. I'd love all listeners to visit Depetro.com. Uh, 401-766-1380 is our phone number. But folks, check it out. Uh, at some point, we're going to have uh, my friend Karen on that redesigned the new DePetro.com. It is uh, very clean. It is very manageable. Uh, there it is. I'm holding it up to everybody on our Facebook Live, and you can see the uh, the homepage is so easy. Home and meet John petro That's me. We have podcast. We also have merchandising. We're going to have more on that. It's kind of a little bit of a work in progress. Now, also, it also has a click for advertise. Now, I do have good news on this Monday. I come bearing gifts. Uh, we have a couple of slots. Because it's the new year, for those of you that listen to the program, I only run a very small number of sponsors. We have a small, dedicated number of sponsors. And those of you that listen to the program know that pretty much everybody stays in. But uh, the business sometimes can be seasonal for certain people, I should say. So if you would like to advertise on the radio program, my goodness, uh, no one does a better live read than the independent man. No one. Um, you just click on advertise and send some information. And, you know, television is wildly expensive. And no one is, let's be honest, no one's reading the newspaper. I was reading that apparently the Providence Journal now, they go around on weekends at grocery stores, and they're handing out free copies, trying to p- get people to read the Providence Journal. Like, But talk radio, loyal listeners and audience and folks, because of the nature of the program and everyone and all the different platforms that people can listen. Some people listen uh, online. If you go to depetro.com look at the top of Depetrocom Listen live. So if you click on that right there top a top, hand left, Of you can always listen right there at the website, or obviously AM 1380 99.9 and then of course we have the different mechanisms of tune in or uh, simple radio apps, they're free or Alexa, just search WNRI I can listen that way, if you need to contact me for any reason, again it's so simple, just go to the website depetro.com, dot com. And then uh, it's all right there. So uh, great job. We're going to have my friend Karen on who did a great job with it. Uh, and also you can read some of the independent reports. We have a new one coming up this week. And uh, But really uh, under podcasts. So everything like, good morning, Henry and Carmine Henry Oil. Henry's, uh, Carmine, excuse me, very busy during the day. So a lot of times at night he'll click on podcast and he'll listen that way. So you never miss the program. And obviously those that uh, watch on Facebook Live, you can always um, – You can always then go to that and watch that as well. As we kick things off, folks, uh, on this uh, Monday, and there's good morning, Scott. There's Mike Murray, and there's a lot more. As as I'd like to say, the crowd files in. Um, uh, Very important program today. Very important program, and I want to hear your thoughts. It is um, it it is amazing the line being drawn uh, with what's going on, you know, just right now in the country and around the nation. But as we kick things off, this portion of the program is brought to you by west fountain autobody remember if you ever find yourself in an accident now today is monday were you in an accident over the weekend or maybe a family member or maybe someone you work with if you were ever in an accident wherever you can hear my voice one place to go and it's west fountain autobody it's kenny and patricia now listen i've dealt with them personally 100 percent they are the best they will repair your vehicle or maybe your vehicle of your family family member or a co-worker. And it's it's horrible if you get in an accident. I brought family members there. I brought friends there. I myself went there because I was minding my own business and someone swerved into me. Folks, it can happen. That's why they call it an accident. But never mind today, over the next couple of months, between you know the freezing rain and the ice or the people now appeared while driving because of all the pot shops or drunk drivers. Or there are people that just don't pay attention. If you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call west fountain autobody 272-3340-272-3340 west fountain autobody located 400 west fountain street in providence it's west fountain autobody all right i'm going to get to i've been saying uh, good morning to everybody on facebook live folks a lot to uh, get to obviously want to bring the latest with this situation the coverage that we're seeing and taking place right now uh, regarding the situation with Iran I, I I don't know what's happening anymore I mean the the media is just completely disingenuous and they they won't you know re- report what's really going on and a perfect example is and they love to show these photos of the amount of people and all the you know the news reporters are saying I've never seen so many people and they're chanting death to the USA and death to America and I've never I've never seen anything like this so, you know and they don't report the fact that by the way it's mandatory in iran are you kidding me do you know what happens to dissidents in iran do you know what happens if you don't show up for the funeral like that why won't the media report on that do you think do you think if the if the um, iranian government if that regime that brutal regime if they want to talk to someone what do you think they say hey why don't you bring your attorney down and we'd like to ask you something? no they show up in the dead of the night and people are taken out and sometimes they're never heard from again they take you to the streets oh they're crying and chaining death to america what do they do throw rocks at us you know, I mean, I've had it. All right. So they're burning American flags. Is that current footage or is that footage from 1979? I, I don't know. Good. They can yell and scream all they want. We're here. They're over there. And all of this business. And, and it, it's, it's despicable, by the way, the Democrats and the people. And I'll mention Alexander Ocasio-Cortez. You have people running for president, calling what happened an assassination. That was not an assassination. This is someone who was a brutal terrorist and murderer hiding under the guise of being a government leader. He wasn't a government leader. And how bad was it? How blatant was it? He wasn't even in hiding. He's right there at the airport and back. They knew exactly where he was. Enough is enough. We're not going to war in the Middle East, our military. We have troops on the ground over there. They're trying to fire different things. They're trying to cut that Do you think they don't have the capability to to attack us. They, they are a paper tiger in many ways. They can scream. They can yell. They can make different demands. What did they want from the United States? What was the number one thing they wanted from the United States that President Obama was willing to give them was cash. Because they're desperate for cash. Well, guess what? You're not going to get anything. Now, over time, listen, I, I don't want us to go to war over there. And many people, what are we doing over there? What are we supposed to do? You know, when, when we ignored that part of the world, it became a terrorist haven and it became terrorist training camps. And when they would attack our embassies and they attacked the USS Cole, what does that do? That just emboldens them. So enough is enough. When President Trump saw us, saw them attacking our embassy and said to, you know, to our military leaders, we're not going to have another Benghazi situation like enough with this guy enough something has to be done and then suddenly something was done that does not mean we're going to war in the middle east let me play you some of the sound 766 1380 you know what else is pathetic folks and again good morning it's john dipetro you can call in wherever you can hear my voice on this monday it's uh 11 401 1380 anything open line first hour is an open line any thoughts you have but you know what is so despicable i don't know about you I can't speak for you I can only speak for myself but it, it's just it's just so tiring to me that our delegation has just become so predictable and I also you know and I've said this before I think I'm on local media I think they're very soft on them I mean how can it be President Trump's approval ratings went up since, since we struck back and said enough with Iran? You're not going to... You know, we didn't have troops on the ground. We didn't have to send in a tank. We had a drone strike. Boom, perfect strike. Intelligent drone strike. That guy's eliminated. He's a murderous terrorist wearing a uniform. That's all he is. And and talking about hiding in plain sight. But aren't you... Are you like me? I'm so tired of... We'll get to the whole Chafee files to run for president. What a joke. You know, and people that are trying to make a big deal about it. I, I mean... Parts of it, he doesn't even live in Rhode Island anymore. You know, the question that should be asked of Chafee is, what would happen, folks? We we all know. Listen, he he wouldn't get five percent in running in Rhode Island. And by the way, I I have that posted poll question right on uh, the Facebook page, John DePietro Show on Facebook, and you can answer the poll question: Would you vote for him for president? He he would not get five percent in Rhode Island, and that question should be asked. I don't even think he's going to be the nominee. For the Libertarian Party. Another thing about Link Chafee, Governor Gump. Who? Come on. At this point, I, I don't know what else to say. Um, he he's he, he's a nitwit. He 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 was allowed and elected first. He got into the Senate because of his last name. Then he became the governor because of his last name. And it's been downhill ever since. When he finally revealed himself, he was able to hide in the Senate. And then he was taken out by Sheldon Whitehouse in 2006. He actually lost that primary to Laffey in 2006, the Republican primary. What happened was back in 2006, the Republican primary day was the only primary going on. And so the Republican Party with Karl Rove and Elizabeth Dole and, and they gave Chafee all of these resources and they had a 72-hour ground game and there were no other states in play. So all these people came in. They rented every vehicle. They delivered everyone to the polls. They had a $500,000 72-hour ground game. And that's how he got got elected because Laffey was leading in the polls. And then, and Laffey would have been a better candidate up against senator sheldon whitehouse but um but chafee he 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 likes to pride himself former governor chafee who's running yeah is announcing he's gonna run. yeah i i mean i think he has nothing else to do i don't make anybody (laughs) happy and i don't even think the the wife cares anymore i think she's like oh good you know it's like that's his new hobby running for president (laughs) it's no guarantee he's gonna be the nominee but when he says well you know i voted against the iraq war now he feels he's gonna be emboldened uh, because he's against you know, any conflict in Iran. He, here's the thing. He is a pacifist. You go back in 2016, Chafee, there were people, Porkboy was saying, you know, people need to realize that Link Chafee is going to be a force in this Democrat primary and blah, blah, blah. He was nowhere. He was 1% of the vote. Anybody can get 1% of the vote. 1% of the vote. Bernie Sanders destroyed him. Chafee thought because he voted against the Iraq war that he would, in fact— uh, you know, get a lot of support and get some people behind him. And it never happened. And when he had that one moment on the debate stage, Innocent Krupa tore him to shreds and even Hillary Clinton swatted him down and he was nowhere. And now here he is. He is once again changed parties. I mean, this is a joke. But no one ever asked Chafee. No one ever asked former Governor Chafee, who disannounced he's exploring, he's trying to, Become the libertarian candidate. By the way, this doesn't mean he's going to be in any type of big debate debate stage. It never meet. President Trump will never see him on a debate stage. Okay, he's he. I don't even think again. I don't think he's going to even get the libertarian nod. But something that no one will ask Chafee is he's a pacifist. It's not that he voted against the Iraq War. He's against any war. A perfect question for Link Chafee. Um, he wouldn't have. And this came up in the debate. When he ran for Senate and the local media, you know, you have to understand, folks, and again, right now it's um, 1120. Good morning. It's Sean DiPietro, 401-766-1388. The the local media, in many ways, they certainly lean very progressive. And one of the strongest ones that he was part of the debate was uh, Rapley, Bill Rapley of Channel 10. The guy is a very open progressive. And therefore, his politics get in the way of any, I think, of any real unbiased reporting. At the time, Chafee was against killing Osama bin Laden. And during the Laffey-Chafee debate, Osama bin Laden was still in hiding. And then they were asked, if we had a chance to find out where he was, would you take out Osama bin Laden? What if we had captured him? Should he get the death penalty? Chafee said no. As I said, it's not that he was against the Iraq war or he's against our military action against Iran. He's against anything. And I'll even put it in better context Let's take Chafee as the president. It's 1941. He has military intelligence that Adolf Hitler is in a car and we have the ability to have a launch a strike and take him out. Chafee would say no. He's not in favor of killing anyone. He is a pacifist. And the local media, they won't bring that out of him. They just keep saying, well, you know, he did. And Arlene Violet, you say that. Oh, he is a prophet. He voted against the Iraq. No, he To me, that doesn't count because he's always against, he's against any war, no matter what happens. He doesn't believe you strike back under any circumstances. If was up to, Chafee is Neville Chamberlain. If Chafee is the president and we're attacked at Pearl Harbor, we do not retaliate. If Chafee is the president on 9-11, we do not go into Afghanistan to go after the Taliban. Never. He never believes in hitting back. So all of this talk that, you know, he's uh, – well, you know, he did he did vote against the Iraq he, – he votes against any war. It doesn't – it's irregardless. And if you said to Chafee, listen, it's um, September of 2000 and Osama bin Laden attacked our embassies. He attacked the USS Cole. We know where Osama bin Laden is. We've located him. He's in a cave in Afghanistan. You're the president right now. We could push this button. We'll detonate, kill him in the cave, and then we'll never have 9-11. He would say no. He is a pacifist. He's always against it. And you can't have someone like that in power. But Rhode Island delegation, this was the Providence Journal, Rhode Island delegation, act of war, blindsided Congress. Of course they're all against it. Cicilline. Oh, my God. All of them in lockstep. Even Senator Reid. Why would you defend the Soleimani? There's no question the world's better without him. But the president, unilateral action... White House said we have been contacted by the administration. You know, the the um, you have people, whether it's Bernie Sanders or you have Alexander Ocasio Cortez or some of the other Democrats there in Congress, folks. They're calling this an assassination. They're calling this and saying, you know, that we shouldn't have done anything like they, they. You don't call this guy. We didn't assassinate when we killed Osama bin Laden. We didn't assassinate him. He he was a murderer. There is a difference. This Iran general, I, I am so tired of them saying, well, you know, now Iran's really mad. And now you've really, you know, now as Biden said, boy, you really, you know, uh, poked the tinderbox, threw a dynamite in there, and now they're ready. Let them. Like I said, what are they going to do? They're poor. They have no money. Uh, the only thing they had over there was oil. And now that there's other forms of, of, uh, of oil or places to get it, or now, in fact, that Uh, There's just other forms of energy. It's not as powerful as it once was. Never mind. You know, the progressives want to move away from it. What what do they offer other than a lot of threats? They really don't have any money. There should be regime change there. Um, Not the way you get involved. And I don't want any type of war there than anyone else does. But what, what are we supposed to do? I think what President Trump did was the right thing. He set the tone. Listen, we're prepared. They're way over there. And places aren't, I get it, places on high alert, and they're threatening all type of action. But right now, it's just a lot of threats. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, this is a war crime. You know, folks, we've talked about um, Trump derangement syndrome. And I, I've never seen it so much as, as what came out this past weekend with the amount of people they despise... President Trump so much that even when you take out someone who's a brutal terrorist murderer, they still criticize the president. I think that's very, very telling. Let's say some of the crowd. This is the Iranian parliament chanting death to America, as if we should be afraid. Iranian lawmakers chanting death to America. Uh, that is clearly how they feel, or certainly uh, the way that they are expressing themselves. Fred. Oh, go pray. Iranian lawmakers chanting death to America. A lot of talk. Uh, that is clearly how Tough they talk. feel, or certainly uh, the way that they are expressing themselves. Oh, yeah. So we should be shaking our boots over that. Listen, they're over there. We're over here. Solemn
0: duty is the defense of our nation right. and its citizens. Last night of my direction, the United States military successfully executed a flawless precision strike that killed the number one terrorist anywhere in the world. Yep. Qasem Soleimani. Soleimani was plotting imminent and sinister attacks on American diplomats and military personnel. Yep. But we caught him in the act and terminated him. Good. Soleimani made the death of innocent people his sick passion. Ah. Contributing to terrorist plots as far away as New Delhi and London. Today we remember and honor the victims of Soleimani's many atrocities. And we take comfort in knowing that his reign of terror is over. What the United States did yesterday should have been done long ago. That's right. A lot of lives would have been saved. Just recently, Soleimani led the brutal repression of protesters in Iran... Where more than a thousand innocent civilians were tortured and killed... How about that? ...by their own government. Yep. We took action last night to stop a war. We did not take action to start a war. No. I have deep respect for the Iranian people. Yep. They are a remarkable people with an incredible heritage and unlimited potential. That's right. We do not seek regime change. However, the Iranian regime's aggression in the region, including the use of proxy fighters to destabilize its neighbors, must end and it must end now. Love it. The United States has the best military by far. Damn right. Anywhere in the world. Yep. We have the best intelligence in the world. Yep. If Americans anywhere are threatened, we have all of those targets already fully identified. And I am... Ready and prepared to take whatever action is necessary.
1: Folks, that in in particular
0: refers to Iran.
1: Folks, that is the voice of a leader. Uh, Somewhere in heaven, President Ronald Reagan, our late president, is smiling down over what he has heard from President Trump. That is a leader. Like, enough of this. I've had it. I don't know about you, but I've had it with all, you know, and the media can't get enough of it. Keep in mind, these people... I, do, you, do you think what, what do you think happens if you don't stand out in the street during the funeral? What do you think if you don't chant like that? Do you want to end up like these people that are taken out in the middle of the night? Who are they threatening? A bunch of people in mud huts that live the way John the Baptist lived? And we're supposed to be fearful of that? They can try to fire at us all they want? And I certainly, I, I am with those that say, I don't want to see us to go to war over there. At, in no way. And we're not talking about that. And people are throwing out this stuff about a draft and all this other stuff. It's not happening. We don't need to. Our capabilities, everything can be contained over there. But there was so much information that came out over the course of the weekend. And it was uh, so on the money. And, again, I want to say good morning to uh, everybody. Um, Let's see. There's Peter Kiyo. Good morning, Peter. Trump doesn't left the Congress do a damn thing. You're right, Christine. Uh, do you remember when the nuke deal was made? Obama took away the terrorist designation. Shouldn't have. Death to America crowd is just a target. Should be. I Trump pressed Trump more than any other president. That's a real president, said Lawrence. That's right. Good morning, Wolf. This is Pat Cordelessa. The reason why you elected Trump. Hello, Sherry Lynn. USA, says my friend Dennis. Let's see some thumbs up on our Facebook Live. Folks, this is not warmongering. This is, you know, you have a policy. There's a great quote from and i want to find it uh follow me on twitter folks and i know some people are not on twitter but you're you're really um cheating yourself because there's just so much information there and i have such a loyal following on twitter and i put out a tom brady seeks buyer from massachusetts mansion folks all these people that are in denial that he's leaving i don't know what else to tell you even bob craft bob craft said he has earned the right to control his destiny what does that tell you He was leaving in August. But anyhow, um, let me find where a foreign leader said over the course of the weekend that Trump is unpredictable. Trump is unpredictable and it makes it very nervous in the Middle East. Iran puts an $80 million bounty on Trump's head, threatens to attack the White House. You know, this is all just tough talk. And those of you that follow sports, I mean – you know, you have situations sometimes where they call it, you know, bulletin reward material. They could say all they want. They, they again, what are they gonna, throwing rocks, uh, burning flags, burning posters, all this other foolishness? I mean, how how much? Yeah, well, that's all just and and the, the media they can't get enough of it. But in a situation like this, how about President Trump? said so the United States just spent two trillion dollars on military equipment. We're the finest military in the world. If Iran attacks in an American base, America they be send that beautiful equipment their way without hesitation? Enough of this. I, I don't, you know, I'm telling you folks, it doesn't, it comes down to, and I hate to say it, but it's very obvious that there are some people, they're not rooting for America. They're just not. I don't know how else to describe it. In the fact, it's not a bad thing to be unpredictable. Iran unfurls a red flag of jihad. With what? Bows and arrows? They don't have military... You know why they, yeah, they're Yeah, they so upset? They wanted our money. Because they want to have nuclear weapons. They want to have those things. The president being unpredictable with that part of the world is not a bad thing. You know, when other people have said the Obama administration gave orders to take out Osama bin Laden, and they all cheered, right? They all cheered. And instead, Cicilline and Raimondo, President Trump, trod that Iran will never have a nuclear weapon. I mean, open fire. Let it start. But thousands of Iranians thronged the streets for the funeral of the military commander killed by a u.s drone strike last week his daughter said his death would bring a dark day for the u.s it's all a bunch of talk it's all it is they can throw rocks they can burn american flags they can chant all they want how about the idiots at the rhode island State House protesting over the weekend i'll play some of that sound as well 401-766-1380 but we'll go to the phones good morning you're up on the john de show hello
3: yeah, thank you, John. Uh, welcome
1: to 2020. Yeah, that's right. Good morning.
3: <laughs> yes, uh, this whole thing with uh, Iran and the takeout—it was a necessary thing to do. But if they want to, if they want, if they want to do something, guess what? I think Trump mentioned he had what, 52 or 53 targets.
1: He did. He said there's 52, including cultural targets, that we will start to take out. And, you know, this is, and and I agree, and as I've said in the past, and I think you probably understand this, and I'm so glad we had that Navy SEAL on on Friday. The only thing they understand is force, but they also understand weakness. If you try, if you let something that they do go, they perceive that as weakness and they continue. So the fact that they were demonstrating and he is exactly right. That, he wasn't a general. He was a terrorist in a uniform, and they were setting up proxy fighters to attack our embassy and all this other foolishness. Listen, it, it ends now. It ends today. We're not going to put up with it. And then you set an example. If they, they attack one place of ours, they we'll attack ten of theirs. Or as you say, 52 of theirs.
3: 52 of theirs would be the right thing. Yep. Team. In other words, you want, to, you want to continue playing these games? Well, guess what? This is this – is, we warned you. You don't want to heed our warning. We're not going to give you a billion dollars like Obama, right? You know, we'll, we'll probably give you a billion dollars worth of uh, uh, of uh, ordinances that's going to be dropped in your dropped in your country. That's right. And if, you, and if you want, and if you want to continue the persistence, then guess what? We'll bomb your capital and we'll take you out. Everybody you know, goes.
1: As much as um, like David, Congressman David Cicilline was saying, you know, well, they, they could uh, cyber attack us, cyber attack us. Do you know that the United States, we have the capability. That if we needed to, in the blink of an eye, we could take out all of the electricity, power, Wi-Fi communication programs in any country in in one second, and we're the only country that has that capability.
3: Well, I'll tell you, John, you're absolutely right, and uh, and the fact of the matter is is that you know for for the so-called people in Washington who purportedly represent us, who complain that. They weren't consulted why would you want to consult congress you got two muslims who basically hate everybody yeah and israel our ally in the region israel yep and, and well guess what you're going to tell them so they can make a phone call and tell them That's what's right. going on
1: come on let's yeah. go and leak we've already seen and leak into the press and leak it and then put american lives in danger you know and you raise a good point that would have put that guy underground and what why would we want to do that and and i think this past weekend don't you find i don't know about you if i find it frightening i mean to me, I, I don't – David Cicilline, some of these others, and, and uh, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez and that representative Omar and Talib, I'm being serious. I, I don't think that their allegiance is to our country anymore. Bernie Sanders certainly is not. I, I They don't feel the way about the United States, I don't think, that you and I do. I Some of the statements are so frightening. They are so filled with hatred towards our country and the president that – that i I don't think that they're serving us in the in the best way in any way
3: well absolutely not john i mean i mean let's face it israel is our our only ally in that region yet david Cicilline voted against israel He got his hand caught in a cookie jar that's right and, and, and get and guess what like i said hopefully his support in the state will you know will will change and they'll look for someone else to support and uh But the the fact is that when are they going to start putting America first? Yes. That's what it boils down to, John. Yes. These people are not patriots. They're communist socialists. And they prefer to see the downfall of this country than see this president succeed. You know, you're right. It's a travesty.
1: It is. And even, you know, I'll tell you how, and if there's anyone listening right now, and they consider themselves a proud Democrat, whatever. Elizabeth Warren, Senator Warren, at first came out and issued a statement calling uh, Soleimani a murderer. Do you know, over the weekend, she retracted that statement, and instead, see, the Democrats running for uh, for president was so thrown off by this, the left cannot stand. Like Bernie Sanders said, he was a brave leader who was assassinated. And Cicilline, oh, a ray our ally, how could we have assassinated that brave general? Uh, Elizabeth Warren actually backtracked, and they start attacking Trump, and she would not refer to him anymore as a murderer. And the guy... I mean, you know, guys like that, in the blink of an eye, they'll have someone decapitated.
3: Oh, absolutely, John. In fact, is, you know, my whole thing is this. Maybe one of these days you're going to have one of these so-called progressives be in, be in one of these countries for whatever reason. If something happens to them and they get decapitated, well, guess what? Then all of a sudden Congress is going to go, oh, they can't do that. You know, they start, they start World War III in a heartbeat.
1: That's right. And, and and what's also frightening to me is um see, a situation like this, I, I, I have to admit, I thought all right, this is a situation where they start to stop all this foolishness from Washington, everybody comes together. You're talking about there were American lives and there was an imminent threat, you know, at stake, and so therefore they rally. They don't. I think we've just seen they don't rally behind the president. If if we had with this type of progressive left and I, I, I See, I don't think we – we didn't have these types of people in positions of power back in on 9-11. We really didn't. I mean, certainly, you know, Bernie Sanders was there, but there's more of them. The Cicillinis, the Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, that Omar and Talib. I, I think on 9-11, in the aftermath of that, you know, I remember at 9-11 that night and watching members – in Congress. You remember that when they all gathered and, and spontaneously sang God bless America when they all came out and it was it was just such a horrible day and, and so many people were crying and so forth. I, I think they immediately start blaming the United States and I, I don't think they will ever come together, this crowd. I really don't.
3: Well John they're just frauds and phonies. They are and their, and, and their agenda is not to let this president succeed. They want to basically cripple us you know, and and the fact is, this nonsense which permeates Washington with this impeachment was, is a farce. Yep. You know, he never had a, he never had a fair trial in the in the uh, in, house, in the, you the house. Know. You know, but that's okay. The fact of the matter is, is that just do the same thing in the Senate, and that's it. It's done just like yeah. Bill Clinton. he is a man who lied, and DNA was the proof. That's right. And yet, yet Cicilline and and and, and others, you know, I mean, excuse me, the, the senators at the time voted. You know, along party lines to to, uh, not impeach Clinton, who should have been impeached for lying to Congress.
1: Yeah, I I don't know about you, but I I mean when I saw just, and I wasn't surprised but Saturday's Providence Journal, you know, the four members of the delegation I just don't think they're serving us because they're so predictable and you know no matter what, they just follow you know, party line they put out statements that are approved by the Democrat Party, it's all anti-Trump. Right now Senator Reid, Senator White House, Langevin Cicilline. I don't know if you've ever seen when when penguins go into water. Sometimes on discovery channel. Watch if they ever show a bunch of penguins. What there's a mob of penguins. There's a one hundred of them. And all of a sudden one of them goes in the water. And all of a sudden they all line up and all the penguins... ever seen that? All the penguins start to fall into the water. They're all just they all just follow. They're all predictable. And then as Friday went on, I, I thought, oh wow, watch. They're all just gonna start to take shots at Trump and not deal with with exactly who is this individual and that's exactly what they did.
3: Well, John, these people are just nothing but legislative lemmings.
1: You're right. Yeah, yeah. that is exactly right. Yeah.
3: And the, and the and the fact is is that you know what's going to what's going to take place is that I mean the people, I mean the economy has been the strongest thing in, in or that's 50 right. years. Yep. And you just like the question is look at your 401k. How you doing? How would you do during Obama's time? Not so good. That's right. But the fact is, more people have jobs, especially the minority community. They have they have more jobs than ever. And like I said, Obama did nothing to, to help to, you know to help the minorities of this country. And Like I said, he just you just basically you know fiddle away everything. The opportunity, yep. that he, he could have done something for minorities. But like I said, it's you know he basically played the you know the race card in his favor. Like I said, he's not he's he's black when he wants to be and he's white when he wants to be.
1: Well, but aside from that, right now. You know, there's there's a very interesting, you know, Bernie Sanders could end up winning. The Iowa caucus is in less than a month, and the New Hampshire primaries right after that, and that's coming up. You know, Bernie Sanders could end up winning Iowa and New Hampshire, and then he would do very well in Nevada. Bernie Sanders, I, I mean it, he could end up being the Democrat candidate. And if that, if it's Trump against Sanders, I mean, Bernie Sanders wants to raise taxes to 70%. There'd be no America left. He talks about revolution. He talks about we have to start over. We have to do this over, blah, blah, blah. I I mean, that that is the Democrat Party. They they have a major problem right now, and, and I think it bodes very well for President Trump.
3: Well, how did, how did, how did socialism uh, work in the Soviet Union? Yeah, fail. You know, I fail. Mean, how did a lot of these other countries?
1: Yeah, Venezuela. No,
3: we so can't. What you want to do is basically punish successful people.
1: Yep, that's right. Vilify. Yes.
3: Who can bring forth a quality of life to the employees that they hire? Yep. And and yet these people are never satisfied because you don't you can't keep can't keep taxing the, the rich. You have to basically you know help stimulate the economy like the like the Trump uh, uh, policy has done. And of course they're angry because he was successful. That's right. And and the fact is, where people today are better off with this president than they had under the eight years eight years of Obama. And, and when when all is said and done, is that you know you have to support this president because he is our president. He you is. Have all, you, have, you have all the all the pretenders out there. Yep. Who are no who are really not contenders because I look at I look at all these democratic uh, uh, forums that they've had on TV and I laugh because it's like it's like the song you know bring in the clowns.
1: It is, and you know what else is interesting is because now look they, they had no coverage. Normally, this time of year, you would see a lot of times during the day coverage of, you know, town hall meetings in New Hampshire and Iowa. But they're not getting any coverage because everything now, first it went from impeachment. Now it's everything's on Iran, which is a fluid story. But the top four right now, Elizabeth Warren is falling, uh, that Mayor Pete is doing okay in Iowa. He's tied in Iowa with Biden and Sanders, but he's not doing as well in New Hampshire. This is really becoming a three-person race of Biden- Sanders, Mayor Pete, Elizabeth Warren keeps failing. Bloomberg has finally popped nationwide, but he doesn't come until later. And remember, Bloomberg is the polar opposite of Bernie Sanders. I mean, Bernie Sanders, anyone that has any sense of money is, is evil in Bernie Sanders' mind. But this is going to be the Democrat Party... What is it going to say about the party if Bernie Sanders is, in fact, the candidate? And you know what? Right now, he is peaking at just the right time. He really is. He's getting more supporters. Young people are on board with him. Um, Biden, this is going to come down to Bernie Sanders against Joe Biden. And, And if Sanders, either one, I think President Trump wins. But if you're a Democrat, you have to really look in the mirror and say, is Bernie Sanders really the type of leader that you'd like to have?
3: Well, the fact is, is that so he has his uh, uh, was it his campaign that was still intact from uh, from four years ago. Oh yeah, and, and he has and he has you know again he has a lot of enthusiastic kids because if it's for free, it's for me.
1: That's right. Everything and, it's all about government programs. Right, and he preaches about you know communism and socialism and Venezuela. I just think there's a lot of people that think they're supporting Bernie Sanders maybe because they don't like President Trump, but. When they start to really dig in on Bernie Sanders and his programs, I, I I don't think a lot of people listening right now truly recognize, you know, you, you could kiss goodbye all of your gains in your 401K. Uh, you, you can forget about whatever money you're making right now. He's all about government subsidies, government programs. Everything's free. As you know, nothing's really free. Something has to pay for it. I don't think people understand what their life would be if suddenly they were paying sixty percent in taxes. Well
3: I'm um, the thing is that what they what they're doing is is trying to impede successful people yes. and and basically take away the hard fought monies that they've earned Yep, at the expense of basically giving away to the to the freeloaders.
1: That's right. That's what it's about. Yep. And the
3: illegals of course.
1: Yes. Oh, well, you know, with him, there's no borders. So but I just from the from the you know, I I think President Trump is going to be reelected. But just this is going to be really interesting for the Democrat Party, because Bernie Sanders, who back when he had the heart attack and everyone thought he was fading, he is raising incredible amounts of money. You know, he did thirty five million. He raised thirty five million last month, mostly all online, small donations. His numbers are strong. He's going to get all the attention. And, you know, If you win Iowa and you win New Hampshire, I mean, that just builds more enthusiasm and a head of steam and momentum. Um, I I think this race, I'm really starting to think that this is going to be President Trump against Bernie Sanders. And people that are listening right now that say they're Democrats are going to have to make a hard decision. I believe then they're going to stay home. Because maybe they're not going to vote for President Trump, but they're not going to vote for Bernie Sanders. That's not America. He wants to tear up the Constitution.
3: Well, John, I'm a registered Democrat. Yep. And what I do is I go into the primaries and I vote against the people I want. Then I vote Republican. After. <laughs> I, I think the wax the apple.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good move. Thank you for the call. Good discussion. Folks, 766-1380. 401-766-1380. Good morning. It's John DiPietro. We're going to talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. And the Justin Katz is going to join me coming up at 12 noon today for Political Monday. But the polls for, uh, for Iowa and New Hampshire, Bernie Sanders, he is, that's the, I think, you know, it's all about peaking at the right time and momentum. And right now, the Sanders campaign, how about CBS has a new poll out? And I believe in the polls, but Iowa, Sanders 23%. Biden, 23%. Mayor Pete, 23%. Elizabeth Warren has now fallen to 16%. Amy Klobuchar, 7%. So it's Sanders, Biden, Mayor Pete, all tied in Iowa. New Hampshire, Sanders, 27%. Biden, 25 percent. Elizabeth Warren has now fallen to 18 percent. Mayor Pete, 13 percent. That Amy Klobuchar is hanging in there at 7 percent. She could end up being on the ticket. Some of these people that talk about um, Governor Raimondo, if you're going to pick anyone, if there's going to be a female vice presidential candidate on the ticket, it would be that Amy Klobuchar. It's not going to be uh, failed Rhode Island governor, Gina Raimondo. But Sanders... And, and so many people in the Democrat Party discount Bernie Sanders and say, oh, he's a socialist. He's not even a Democrat. He's doing fantastic right now. 401-766-1380. And I think, I believe that's a good thing for President Trump. Because I think that, I, I don't think Bernie Sanders can get elected in a national general election. I, it's, and we're seeing right now, and I think we're about to watch just how well he can do in a primary And believe it or not, this uh, Iran strike in Iran is actually good for the Sanders campaign because while everyone else is trying to mince words, he comes right out. He's against any type of military conflict, any action. He is anti military. He wants to decrease the budget. He just wants to give everything away. It's all government paid everything. Folks, 766 1380. Hey, I want to remind you about immortal seats. Call Michael at Immortal Seats today at 888-933-SEAT, 888-933-7328. You can download their free app, Immortal Seats. Now, his office is on Smith Street in North Providence. I'm holding it up on the uh, Facebook Live camera. And you can sell your tickets to Immortal Seats, but they have all the best tickets for Celtics, Bruins. How about next summer? Big shows coming in. Taylor Swift. Kenny Chesney, Motley Crue, Immortal Seats. You can also see your view from the seat from the ticket. Any show you want, Sebastian Menescola, Billy Joel, Any? maybe you want to go see your team on the road, Immortal Seats has your seats. And then you download the free app, download their free app, Immortal Seats, and then with your first purchase, it's $30 off. Put in the promo code, 30 off promo code for Immortal Seats. Seats. You can call Michael 888 933C. Check them out on Facebook, on their Facebook page. It's Immortal Seats. The website is immortalseats.com. But download the free app and then you can see all the tickets that they have. Immortal Seats. And again, first purchase with the app, you can download on your tablet or your phone. Type in promo code. Three zero off 30 off. All right, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. Justin Katz is going to join me coming up at uh, noon. We'll take more of your phone calls, 401-766-1380 on The John DePietro Show.
2: Do you own and operate a small business, and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today. Sal with T-Mobile for Business. 401-332-0000.
1: Hey, remember, now listen, it's going to get colder as the week goes along. Heating season is definitely here. Remember to let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System. J.K.L., they're the best. Are you having a problem with your heating system in your home or your business? Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401 351 7,600, J.K.L., they can install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. They're energy efficient, they're quiet, they're also more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, then no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter and it cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates on the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L. is a carrier factory authorized dealer licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 52 years, J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction, J.K.L. is an approved national grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer. Call J.K.L. today for a sister replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600, 401 351-7600. Remember, J.K.L. Engineering, they do it right the first time.
3: Paul Massey Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer with the area's largest selection and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. My
0: Paul Massey
3: ride. So, shop Paul Massey where every vehicle is clearly marked with our lowest one
1: price. Did one of your appliances break over the weekend? Maybe you're having a problem with one of your appliances. Well, remember what we say if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. There's something maybe wrong, maybe over the weekend, suddenly. A problem, right? With the stove or your oven? What about your washing machine or your dryer or the refrigerator? Or your ice maker, call Ryan's Appliance Repair 401 710 7096. 401 710 7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. 90 uh, 90 days guaranteed parts and labor. Saturday appointments are available and senior citizens discounts are available. Folks, remember what they say when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. And that happened to me. Suddenly, one day, for whatever reason, the clothes dryer wouldn't work. I don't know what happened. Maybe I did something wrong. I don't know. Did I try to fix it? Don't be silly. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. You are listening to The John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, and we're back on this Monday. Good morning, one and all. Juan, still on the mend, but certainly better. Boy, there's a brutal germ that is out there making the rounds. It's the John DePetro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online. Go to Depetro.com. And we also have the uh, podcast page now and a lot more. Check out the new website, Depetro.com. Facebook and Twitter is John DePietro Show. I noticed um, Justin Katz, managing editor at is going to join me next hour for Political Monday. Some good letters to the editor. In this morning's Providence Journal, Cicilline is one is no one to accuse anyone of abusing power. Claire Castillo of Cranston writes, "I'm very frustrated with the way Representative David Cicilline acts towards our President Donald Trump. He charges that President Trump abused his power. However, Cicilline abused his power he was mayor of Providence. Under his watch, his brother was allowed to delay paying the city the seventy-five thousand he owed in taxes. I don't think he should be a manager for the Democrats at the Senate trial." Let him look himself in the mirror and ask, did I abuse my power? The answer is yes, he did. Another uh, letter to the editor in this morning's Providence Journal from Fred camiller Foster. Some of the left are now actually rooting against the U.S. He writes, it's laughable but disconcerting to hear Democrats on the one hand condemning the Iranian general, Salamani, Sal- Sal- for the trail of bodies he left behind. On the other hand, condemning President Trump for finally doing what had been done years and presidents ago. The audacity of Democrat politicians and their co-conspirators in the press is largely incomprehensible. From the mouths of fools like MSNBC's Joy Reid recently and recently and recklessly compared the attacks on our embassy in Iraq to the glaring failure of the Clinton debacle in Benghazi, referring to the, the Baghdad protests as Trump's Benghazi to the Democrat hacks in Congress. Consistently displayed an unprecedented near treasonous approach to America affairs overseas. Should be obvious to any reasonable person. The left in this country is so consumed with its hatred of the president. It's actually rooting for our enemies. That is true, Fred. Look, Soleimani was an ideological monster. Blood of thousands of innocents on his hands. Including many American fighting men and women. So what does it say about some of this country when they can't even take unqualified solace of the fact he's no longer a threat to collective humanity you know and that's what we have been saying folks that's just how consumed they are i mean the whole element of trump derangement syndrome talk anyone that's questioned whether it's real they start rooting for us to be attacked rooting against your own country and I think this is – I believe this is going to help the Sanders campaign because he's not in any way, right? To him, there is no military. With Bernie Sanders, there's no military. There's no uh, – everything becomes a government program. He wants to rip up the Constitution, talks about a political revolution. All right, it's John DePietro on this Monday. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news Hear the latest, what's going on, and then I'll be joined by Justin Katz, Managing Editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. So a lot more ahead. Leave it right here. It's the John DePietro Show weekdays from 11 to 2 on AM 1380.